Hi, my name is Dennis Rano Cruz. I'm a graduate student at University of Central Florida. And yeah, this is this is my podcast on um uh, my little research question that I, I uh, started in my LAE in my LAE course. Um I always remember 4361 instead of the actual numbers because we never, I never see it. But yeah, uh, it's, I'm looking at it right now, it's 5369. So yeah, I'm just trying to be a bit better now. Uh, so with my research, I was kind of looking at a variety of effects. Um, that technology could have in the classroom and like a variety of sources uh, of technology. So not necessarily like just, let's say, uh, maybe computer use within the classroom or a smart board use within the classroom. I didn't want it to necessarily limit it to that. Um, I kind of am curious of the larger effect that technology is having, and I guess um, that kind of stems, or it kind of goes to a uh, a greater effect that technology has on people and culture, and that's um, something that I'm interested in as well. Um, so yeah, so looking at uh, one of my first uh, research articles called technology and informal education, what is taught and what is learned uh, by Greenfield. So this kind of uh, just really looked at technology use in kind of just in everyday life and how that affects uh, learning in classrooms. And this was specific uh, to college classrooms. So looking at it, we have like a like just thinking of examples of technology um, that you might encounter in everyday life, just like you know, being on the computer, uh, watching probably TV, being on your phone, using apps. Um, that was kind of what uh, the researcher decided to focus on, and what they found really is just that technology is kind of. Uh, essentially, it's kind of like shortening your attention span. Like you can't necessarily stay concentrated on one task. Um, you can't dedicate like your mind to it um, like as easily. Like the mind is uh, more prone to it. Like it wants to focus on like different sources of uh, uh, what's it called entertainment. You could say um, or like different sources of information. Like you know just being presented with constantly just being like introduced uh pieces of information maybe news maybe media just this these constant pieces of stimulation that the brain is kind of just accustomed to and that's why i guess uh it's more difficult nowadays um for students to just sit in one spot and dedicate themselves, you know, maybe to an hour to sit in class and listen to a teacher. Um, not that that's the best way to teach, um, 
but still like you can see that there are you know some effects that this kind of life that is like just inundated with technology is having on people in general and how that's gonna go into classrooms so moving on from that we have uh a much more uh, general uh, research uh, article that is evaluating strategies used to incorporate technology into pre-service education, Journal of Research on Technology and Education. This comes from Robin HK. Um, now, this is basically they looked at 68 journal articles and they did a review of them and they were looking for the effects um, that technology has on student learning. And it looked like for the vast majority of it, uh, there were really either no effects or it even went as far as being like negative, like a lot of them had negative effects. Um, and this for me was kind of worrying and uh, I guess it confirmed like some of the worst aspects of what I thought technology um, could be. Um, and for me that kind of like the worst would be like wasteful or like unnecessary and of course unnecessary and wasteful is of course probably the worst thing you could be because you're thinking just about how many resources are being pulled in into this kind of technology uh, wave that's going on in education right now and you like as or me as like as an educator like or I wouldn't call myself an educator because I'm I don't teach anybody but like as somebody who um, is in the education field and is learning about this like you see it and you think wow like where could these resources be placed instead like uh you know maybe of course the first thing that comes to mind is maybe you know teacher pay or providing extra resources to students that are not you know limited to uh technology resources such as probably like after school programs or maybe even uh what's it called excuse me, or maybe even just opportunities or maybe even healthcare for students because I know like in my school, like in my old high school, I should say, they had um, mental health counseling for students. And, you know, that's not necessarily found everywhere. Um, and so just think about where these resources could be placed and how like they could be better used and it's just kind of a shame to like see like oh they put so much like investment into this and they're not seeing any return on it. It's really disappointing. Um but regardless I do think or like what's it called? The article does say that Technology can be used in uh, ways that do help student achievement, but 
the problem is is just that they're not um to really put it short just as it's like and this is something that i talked about in uh, my introduction to research uh page on the website this is just like people have these tools and they don't necessarily know what to do with them and i would think um I don't want to generalize, but I would say that this is probably especially true for maybe uh, teachers who have been in, you know, as I say, who teachers have been in the game, you know, for <laughs> for longer periods of time. You know, those teachers who have been in teaching for maybe 15, 20 plus years, and they're not used to just kids coming into class and, you know, pulling out laptops. And even for me, like, it's, it's still odd to see, like, kids coming in and then just pulling out these these pieces of technology like like even I'm 23 years old and I don't even know I've never um, owned really a laptop uh just because to me they seem like a luxury and I'd rather put my resources to something else so like it's it's still odd to see this this shift really um and with that kind of discomfort is like uh, hesitancy to try and use it or maybe to even try to open oneself up to asking others for help because these are the teachers who are, you know, who clearly have, at least hopefully, have been able to keep their jobs for so long and who are typically you know the, the leaders and the ones who know what they're doing so now they find themselves having to be the ones maybe to you know having to reach out to others especially to younger teachers um to try and figure out okay how can i use these pieces these technology resources to the best of their ability um and it's it's you know not necessarily really comfortable i would assume so yeah um a little bit more on, on that uh, article. It included uh, some variables that would affect the um, the success that teachers would have with technology in the classroom. This would, um, one of them was, of course, the philosophy of the teacher. Uh, another is school policy. Another is the school's demographic. And... I think I spoke a little bit on the philosophy of the teacher, but with school policy, of course, um, like one major thing for me is just that I think about anyway is uh, just how much or how willing uh, schools are to allow students to be creative with these resources that they're allowed because of course a teacher can want to do just the most extravagant things <laughs> with these new resources but when it comes down to it they still have to they still have to answer to you know their administrators and these administrators of course have to answer to um just higher ups you know that chain of command and it all comes down to um Maybe how regulated each school is when it comes to lesson plans and how much wiggle teachers really have. Because a lot of the times you 
I experienced it myself where I'd go into a classroom and uh, instead of just pretty much one of the main resources that main reasons that uh, laptops were used just to replace textbooks. Um, so instead of looking at uh, books on their uh, on their on you know having to look at physical books, they would look at uh, their laptops just to you know replace that cost. Um, and the, the ironic thing is that. A lot of students they don't even like reading from their laptops. Um, a lot of students were really really picky. Like they would um, always prefer to uh, look up on the board because we would always, of course, have the board um, on the smart board. We would have the you know, the same text on the smart board. And students, for some reason, they really they really love like looking at the smart board and reading from there instead of looking at the laptop, which was I don't know. I found to be really interesting. Um, but yeah, so moving on to uh, the next article, which is the iPad effect, uh, leveraging engagement, collaboration, and perseverance. This is by Harold Richard. Now, uh, this ties on uh, really well with some of the uh, conclusions that came up from the previous article. Uh, Harold found that of course um apps that concentrate on content creation are what's gonna basically just nurture learning more than like let's say having a calculator app or or having just um apps that will serve as like replacements for drills and practices um Allowing students to kind of just feed their creativity and use what they learn within a classroom to create something greater, you know, some to like take all these parts and make something out of it. That is when, you know, students can really show their learning and show that, yes, that they do understand what's going on and that they can apply it in different ways. That is, you know, that is. If I remember, I never remember the last one because I always remember the first two in the SAMR model. I remember sub substitution and augmentation because those are the ones that, you know, are typically uh, used within a lot of classrooms. But modification and redefinition, the last two, when you're able to do those two to create new things and to just to explore different possibilities, that's when you have that that real learning going on and that's pretty much what uh that article kind of went on about now looking at uh the next piece this is technology and achievement the bottom line this is by wing wings links <laughs> excuse me wing linsky herald uh i think i got it right so this article kind of just looked at the ultimate effect of computers on student achievement and this was like yet another kind of just like point towards uh, that technology needs to be used in order to stimulate higher order thinking skills um, if you're going to use technology just to replace what you've already been doing in the classroom then um, 
I this is this comes from me now. I don't know. Uh, it like I would almost say that it's pointless, really, because why give students this piece of hardware just to replace pencil and paper and it's really odd because like <laughs> the only reason like besides that would just be you know, oh recycling but you know that that's not really well it's, it's, it's a good reason but you know it's not really what, what we're ultimately looking for we're looking for learning so yeah um this like i said this is this supported again that Computers have to, um, computer use has to be focused on higher order thinking skills. And now, um, oh, and a good, a good point made as well um, in that article before I move on is just that when you force technology into the curriculum, this is, this is, I think this is especially a good note to, uh, to counties and administrators when you force technology into the curriculum. It's either neutral or it can lead into even negative results. So that's definitely something to know. And the last article that I decided to use was um, by Gao Peter, uh, Technology on the Culture of Learning. Now, this article, um, instead of strictly focusing on just, oh, um, that, you know, that direct uh, causal uh, relationship between uh, technology integration and uh, student learning. This is kind of more of a indirect kind of effect on student learning. So this is basically an article that focuses on how technology has been able to just lessen the the workload on teachers and how now they're basically able to just have more time to themselves and have like the ability to focus on those tasks that you know that are more uh time worthy i guess you could say like you know like nobody wants to sit there and like if you if you give a uh, multiple choice quiz, you have 120 plus students, and you have a 20 uh, question quiz. Like I don't think any teacher could say at least, <laughs> like from my perspective, that that they miss the days when they would have to hand grade uh, each paper like that. Now students can just do that, do something like that online and the results are immediate and you can even use technology to the point where excuse me you can see oh a lot of students um messed up on this question or there was a lot of success on this on this question or this question might is a is an outlier for some reason. Maybe maybe I did something wrong with the question, you know, and so it's definitely something good for like data analysis and 
I think that is also like a really, really invaluable tool for teachers because they don't have to, like these trends, like, uh, like it's not necessarily something that, um, that everybody would notice. And so now even like teachers who are maybe not so conscious of these kinds of things, like they can see it and they can use fairly easy, um, um, easy to find, uh, software to track these kind of, um, this type of data. Um, and yeah, so kind of the benefit of technology on the teacher now can trickle down, <laughs> I apologize, it can trickle down to, uh, to students and with, with that benefit that teachers get now, they can say, oh, so now I should probably maybe reteach, go over, or try to address um, this uh, this objective that a lot of my students weren't successful in, and going back and kind of just like making sure that everybody gets like the support that they need with that, or even like let's say maybe five students out of like thirty uh, weren't successful on one question. Maybe you can just um, give them like maybe a little supplementary article or something, um, or a small activity just to get them or bring them even to small group. I know that's something that we did, um, a lot during my internship, bring them in a small group just to try to address that while everybody else maybe works on a, um, in a, on a more general task, you know, so that way you can try to, you know, keep everybody around like the same learning level and, you know, um, just keep it all, keep, keep all the students together, you know, um, and with that, that's kind of all of my, uh, um, all, all, those are all of my articles that I use to research, um, and I think, um, that, At the end of like, at the end of my research, and I look at my question, and I see, like, does the use of technology within classroom increase the level of student performance on summative assessments conducted by teachers, states, and the nation? Um, I also see I also see some some faults in my own uh, research practice. Like, maybe I should have uh, gone out of my way to look at articles that uh, look at. Maybe tests like the SAT or even uh, state-specific tests like the FSA. Maybe I should have um, looked for articles that talk about uh, the recent results of that, even though for something like the FSA, I don't know. Uh, since it's, it's just so recently started, I don't know um, how much data there is that we could that could oh that could really be uh addressed with that now uh i also will say that like, i don't uh the main kind of answer was that uh that i came up with was that technology can increase the level of student performance on summative assessments but that, i think that's something that we already knew and so the point of 
point of the research is kind of is it is it doing the job that we that we've intended to do and um if i could put like an answer to that i would i would put um i would i think i'd put uh sort of um so it's it's not like an emphatic yes like we're using it to the best of its ability and I wouldn't say it's a no, like, oh, we're kind of completely failing in in our use of technology within a classroom. I feel like this is something that teachers have to get um, kind of accustomed to and, and also use the time to, like, learn for themselves and learn how to use these tools and appreciate it like if they if they have a negative attitude about technology integration integration because it's definitely something that that can be beneficial and can make their job easier and can make their life easier it's just about showing those teachers perhaps like how they can do that um so yeah i I, um i think if i were to put it in a more quantifiable terms instead of you know just that black and white yes or no um if I would put it like maybe on a scale, you know, on like a range of one to ten, um, one being you know completely no and ten being yes, I would say that we're probably at about a three or a four of what we can be doing with technology. Um, there are pockets and there are stories that you hear of like amazing teachers that, you know, do projects with students that a lot that you wouldn't really think of and that are like, innovative and that make them feel like creators, you know? And so those are, I think, those are, not to say that every teacher has to do that because <laughs> I even see it myself and I'm like, wow, that's that's so much. Like, I don't even know, like, how somebody like me, if I were to go into a classroom, like as somebody who's just starting, how I would even be able to manage and support students in those kinds of projects. Um, but I think those are definitely like the models of what we can do and to just take like some of those pieces in order to inspire and kind of just nurture student learning. Um, then I definitely think we'll be getting to like, you know, um, points where technology is not just kind of like, uh, I want to come up with the right analogy, just uh, uh, kind of just something pretty to look at. I guess I, I don't have the word that gets this kind of escaping me right now, but it's kind of just, um, I want to say luxury, but that's not the right word. Uh, it's just something that, you know, that's just there and that looks pretty and that looks good. But at the end, like, there's no real function to it, you know. So, yeah. Um, I think there's hope, and I think that, Everybody can, the teachers, the teachers can, like, grow to use this um, technology. But at this point, yeah, um, so it's ramble. Or, well, it's kind of been a ramble from the get-go, but, uh, yeah. Uh, this is my podcast. Uh, uh, sorry that you had to listen to it. I know it's probably, it re- it's 30 minutes almost, um, but thank you so much. Uh, and... Take care.